Welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. It's great to speak to you again for the last time this week. We're on Love Island US Season 2, Episode 23. Where do you want to start today? Dave, well, we lost our good friend in yesterday's episode. I did say, you know... We may be regretting it, thinking we're not going to get some drama because they're all going to be sat around, loved up in that. And the producers, for once, Dave, get a big tick off me because they fucking stirred that part absolutely magnificently. It was tremendous to watch today, Dave. It was, wasn't it? I mean, straight away, straight off the bat, you know, you get Sally uh, coming back from her date with Benny. She drags the girls across, you know, she's got nothing but good things to say, seems like a really nice guy and everything. Johnny, as you said yesterday, you know, he's sort of feeling, he's looking really quite vulnerable, you know, but the guys are all trying to, um, you know, play it cool and, and, you know, reassure Johnny. But when they go up to the spill the tea area, what did you make to that whole conversation between the two? I I honestly think Johnny's out of order, to yeah. be honest, Dave. He, he sort of forced her into a corner. I was watching her body language. He kept putting a hand over her mouth. So when he was saying to her, like, well, you need to tell him and you mean to make it clear, I'm thinking, who the fuck are you talking to? Who the hell do you think you are? You've put this girl through the ringer anyway by actually copping off with what she called Mercedes. You did yeah. more than that. That He never mentioned the fucking game where he carried on kissing and give everybody a floor show and was literally fucking sticking his fucking groin area in a face, Dave. I'm trying to be, you know, I know I swear <laughs> a lot, but I'm trying to be a little bit uh, bingy. But he, he did all that. He gave him all like a fucking strip tease. And then he's got the nerve to say that I think she did nothing wrong. I think she was, she was just genuinely... Like felt nice that somebody liked her other than Johnny. She, she didn't do anything wrong. She, I don't think she even gave uh, Benny any other come on or made it thinking that there was a chance. She just said like she gets to know him and stuff, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But I thought Johnny, Dave, Mr. Control Freak, Mr. Hypocrite 101, exactly what you'd said about the human condition of, you know, do as I say, not as I do. I think he's just been a complete dick today, especially at the start of the episode. Yeah, I thought it was really manipulative, to be honest. I, I thought it was out of order as well. Uh, I thought it was James level, you know, and, and I don't think we've really seen that. Like you say, he's been cool, cool as a cucumber, hasn't he, up until now, but was trying to force her hand. And, t you know, basically she's had one chat with this Benny guy and he's saying, you know, you need to go over there and tell him, you know, you're not interested in that way. I, I was just like, What? <laughs> <laughs> and I honestly thought, you know, that was the end. And I thought, you know, as you said, we'd lost our villain of the show. Step up, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Long live the villain. <laughs> we have to have a baddie, Dave. He's like a pantomime, isn't it? You know, he's behind you, but yeah. he was. <laughs> <laughs> it was out of order because I, I, the only thing I'd say, right, there's a flip side to this, Dave, is you know and I know as friends and you've probably done it yourself, if you know something, you, you sort of stick up for your boys, don't you, in a way. 
But all them guys, if, especially I'm worried about Caleb and Justine because Caleb's bullshitting Justine there. Yeah. And they all stick up stick up for Johnny there. Sticks. Oh, that was terrible grammar, David. I'm not the best, <laughs> but terrible. So they all stick up for Johnny in the game, which was completely maneuvered and engineered to just have that basic drop the mic moment at the end with Johnny, you know, with someone saying he's not told of the truth, which is what you yeah. said. Um, he's... They're going to be on. Honestly, I've just worried about Justin and Kaylin, uh, Justin and Caleb because I genuinely think that he's, he's dropped a bit of a rick there. I know he doesn't want to offer Johnny up, but there was more to that. And, and fair play to the guys for sticking up for him, but they're on a fucking TV show, Dave. This isn't them going away to the weekend for a beefer and fucking, you know, it's his word against their sort of thing. It's on TV. She's going to see what happens. I... Do you think Caleb said anything wrong, though? I mean, he's probably omitted some things, isn't he? And I think that's what you could probably accuse Johnny of as well. So, you know, the thing about, you know, after the challenge had finished and he went across and snogged her face off, you know, uh, he could have probably said, oh, there was that as well. Um, But he's, you know, when the lights are out and there's a bit of grinding under the sheets, Caleb's not going to see any of that stuff. No. I'll tell you what. I tell you what I thought was weird, Chris. Right, and I think I might have just spotted a plot hole in our producer-led bit of drama here. Right, so when Selly's going back, I, actually, I'm skipping a lot here. We'll we'll come back to some of the other stuff, but th- this was the main feature of tonight, wasn't it, Selly and Johnny? So when we had the Twitter game, and we'll go through some of the other things as well. I, I it all comes out that you know Johnny's not told Selly everything, and there's there's more to come out. The guys put up like a wall of silence. Everyone said it was Selly and Johnny, you know, who, you know, Blank needs to know more about Blank or whatever it was. Um, but she, she, Selly was talking to the girls, right? Laurel, who I keep call, calling Lauren, Laurel is sat right there. She was in Casa Amor. She knows exactly what was going on. But Selly's talking to the girls and saying, oh, well, what what if the guy, the guys aren't saying anything and just sticking up for Johnny kind of thing? Laurel's right there. Ask her. She uh, saw it all. I didn't think of that. Dave, Inspector fucking Clouseau there, my friend. That is amazing. <laughs> I didn't even see that. Oh, my word. So not to, you know, we want to believe it all, don't we? <laughs> you know, we get sucked yeah. into it. That's why we, we have hundreds of bloody episodes on it. But, you know, I was, I was sat there scratching my head thinking, just she sat right there but anyway because all the rest of the girls were you know uh, were in the villa but um yeah laurel could have could have spilled all of the tea i didn't think of that dave yeah i mean i would i would say with it it was great tv it was great to see let's say johnny's come out of it and and i think this is probably one of the only episodes where Benny was centre of attention and didn't say a fucking word, Dave. They just kept panning to him. And he was sat there just like pouting. He's looking good. You know, he's flexing, walking around the, the villa. And I'm like, are they going to ask him anything? Is he just there as a bit of eye candy? I, I couldn't work that out. But I do think genuinely Selly has got nothing wrong for her to explore, even if it's a friendship. And the way he forced her into that. And I could see by, it was just, I know it sounds daft today, but the, you know, like um, body language. When she was putting her fingers over her mouth when he was telling her, well, what are you mm. going to say? And she's like, well, I'm going to, she didn't want to say that. She felt like she was being forced into that situation. She was worried about what she was going to say to him. So, so, and then obviously when she, we panned back to Justine, um, she had, 
obviously the reservations that we sort of wanted us to tell Johnny, she did absolutely trust it. She may have been afraid to say that. I, I understand that. She doesn't want to lose it. But I think they're not going to last these two. And I know you you said in the first episode that before fucking the relationships will last as long as till they get to the airport. They're not <laughs> going to last together these two at all. I, mean, I think his behaviour is just outrageous. He's brilliant to watch, but it's outrageous. And he and he's an absolute egomaniac, I think. Yeah, and I thought he he tried to rescue it midway through the episode, didn't he? Because he, he sort of pulled her for a chat and said, you know, uh, having spoken to, to Justine and, and Caleb. And I have to say, Chris, I think, you know, if there's a um, prize for, like, who gives the best advice... You know, for this last week in particular, I think Justine has, you know, she's kept it pretty real, hasn't she? She's not bullshitted either side when she's in the middle of a particular fracas, um, you know, a bit of conflict there. She, she's always said what she thinks, but just not in a particularly head-on aggressive way. Um, you know, and she'd spoken to both Sally and Johnny um, and, and, you know, wasn't playing one off against the other, was just like, being there as a friend and listening and giving good advice. But yeah, he, he fucked it at the end. And like you say, old Benny there, he's just, it is like watching a, a you know, two alpha males, you know, <laughs> jockey for position. Um, but he, he doesn't have to do really that much anyway. But, but anyway, getting back to that conversation with, you know, Selly's trying to figure out what actually happened. Up steps Noah, Chris. Now, I don't know what it is about Noah, but I think he's got, like, calculating, shifty eyes for me. There's always a lot going on behind, you know, what is he actually thinking? And that might be a bit unfair. He's only been on the on the screen for two episodes. But when he had the conversation with Kristen, he's like, eyes, boobs, eyes, boobs, eyes, boobs. <laughs> All the time. And he's like, yeah, you're number one on my list. And fair play to Kirsten. She's like, call him out. He's like, well, you took Moria on the date. So, you know, when you had the chance. So I'm I'm not trusting this, Noah. But I tell you what, when Sally goes across to ask Noah, you know, you watch Casper Moore, you were on the outside at this time. What what actually happened? Uh, what can I say, Chris? It's like, bust for Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Noah was very quick in throwing Johnny right under the bus. Yeah, without a doubt. And and I think is you know, you know what I was interesting, Dave, having watched like loads of reality stuff and on Love Island, right? Which is which is really unheard of. And I know we're in unprecedented times, but the fact that they're allowed to talk about the that they've seen him on TV and that that never yeah. happened usually. And that like we had it the other week, didn't we? With who was it where they said like you oh it was Mackenzie, wasn't it, when Jalen had said about uh, on TV and that and, and they never usually do that. They never sort of um, correlate the two things together. But Noah just didn't give a fuck. He was like, well, I've seen it on telly. Yeah, he did. And it's like, oh, no. I mean, Dave, let's be honest, right? If you're kissing a girl like that, right, as, as a man or whatever, and you put a sheet over your head, you know, like that, and you go for it, there's got to be more than just fucking heavy petting going on. We're not a fucking swimming bastard now, are we? Come on, we're bombing. There's been all sorts going on under that fucking get, sheet, I'm telling you. Get the lifeguard you. blowing his whistle. Hey, yeah. enough, <laughs> enough heavy petting. Get up there, yeah. 
<laughs> no, but genuinely, when you're at that that point, Dave, you've got to be a hell of, hell of a restraint to for, for both. You know, you know, consensually to to stop. I just don't fucking believe that he didn't go further. I, so, from my perspective, I'm not even sure it matters. You know, it's it's like. <sighs> I said at the time Johnny exhibited in Casa Amor some weird behavior because when Mercedes basically said, you know, well, if, if you're just talking about Sally all the time, I'm going to explore things with Carrington. He looked really put out and like was rolling his eyes and stuff. And that was just weird, you know, for me. And, and again, a, a, probably a bit controlling, maybe. I don't think it matters that much. You know, did they have sex or did they not? The, the reality, I, I said at the time, he just wants to nail her <laughs> you know, in, that, in that good old romantic way. And and that and that's it. And then he wants to go back to Selly. He wants to have a bit of fun in Casa Amor and then go back to Selly. So whether he did or not, for me, it doesn't matter. Everything else outside of that that we did see, you know, the, the kiss outside of, you know, they'd already had the initial few kisses and they came back and said, oh, this, you know, we told the guys we kissed like seven or eight times or something. And then, you know, there were things going on after that, after the challenge. There was no need for him to run across to her after the challenge is finished and snogged her face off. So all of those things, it, are you telling me that, you know, it it matters whether, when I say it doesn't matter, of course it matters, but Sally should still dump him, even if he didn't have sex with her, with Mercedes. Yes. Yeah, I think that's the top and tail of it, Dave. That is, he's just—he's going to do it to her. He's obviously insecure himself. His jealousy came out. He did. I mean, the thing is, what was daft was he redeemed himself about halfway through the episode, didn't he? And he said, "Look, I've had a chat with Caleb and Justin, that, and I need to do better. I need to be a better person, and, and you know, I, I need to change and grow. And I, I'm sorry for putting you out the situation." So I was thinking, you know what? Fair fucks to him. But then when he did the game at the end, I was like, yeah, that didn't last long, Johnny. You are fucked, my friend. Because it's, it's, it's raw for a Dave, a partner. a boy. A, you know, she's not calling him a boyfriend yet. And you know the one thing I would say, though, Dave? Right, so here's me, Mystic Chris. Now, Mr. Dave Horrocks has been absolutely on the money this whole series. With every prediction you have made, you have been on it. Usually my Love Island radar is about the only thing that I'm good at predicting. You know that, sport or anything, I'm terrible. <laughs> this is a prediction, and we're going to mark it down episode 23, right? This is all a play, Dave. I'm going to say this. This is it's only coming in my head as we're talking. By the, I know it's the producer-led thing, and I always call them producers that, right? So this is a play for Johnny Dave to do the sickly thing and make Sally his girlfriend. And when I say sickly, I mean the Love Island version of sickly, where you don't just say, oh, we've been going out. Well, yeah, she's my girlfriend or a boyfriend, because we don't have them ceremonies in real fucking life, Dave. If you end up with someone for three or four times, you become part of the furniture, your boyfriend and girlfriend, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. That, that's just real life. Not only this fucking go and find a load of different letters around the villa. So what's coming next in my prediction is a load of stupid little mini games for Sally. Johnny's going to have this come to Jesus, you know, Blues Brothers, I have seen the light moment. And they are, this is their play to win the show, Dave. Maybe not in the next episode, but in two episodes time, I think that's what's coming. I'm, I'm going to go 180 from you. I, I don't think she's got any choice really. For, for her own credibility, um, I think she needs to, uh, to leave Johnny. 
I think I think she should couple up with Benny, even though we've seen practically nothing from Benny at all. He's done nothing wrong. Whereas you know Johnny's put himself in there and he has you know behaved badly. I, I think, and and you know one of the other notes I made down here, Chris, is just you know infidelity is just such poison for any relationship, and that. You you expect you know Sally to be the victim, kind of you know be the aggrieved party, but actually you can tell that it's taking a toll on Johnny as well, you know, and and that's why I was that's why I'd noted down that specific word poison. Um, I I don't see a future for them now. The, the and and that's turned literally on this episode with the way it's gone. That trust has gone, and I tell you again why I think that is. Sally asked, oh no, Justine asked a brilliant question. She said to Sally, paraphrasing a bit, but she said something like, you know, if I was in your position, what would you advise me to do? <laughs> and she was like, uh, Sally just said, it, he's not worth it. Yeah. I, I think that That's was the, the key thing there. Um, and I know it, it's harder when you're in that position because you've wrapped up. You, you've got your, the logical part of your brain telling you to do one thing, but your your emotional part is is still. She she does you know have genuine feelings for Johnny. I think if he asked her to be his girlfriend, I, I think he's he's possibly flogging a dead horse there. So two predictions, completely the opposite. Let's see let's see how that goes. <laughs> brilliant, Dave, brilliant. So, Dave, we've had a review, haven't we, today? We have. I, I just got a few other little notes from, from this evening's episode. I, I thought Carrington and Laurel tonight. I'm suspicious of Carrington, if I'm honest, Chris, because everyone's, oh, not everyone, but you've seen comments from the villa, uh, people saying that Carrington has been different since Casa Amor. Kirsten's obviously feeling a bit aggrieved because he's all this affectionate. He, he's just a genuine nice boyfriend, isn't he? You, you know, he's he's doing everything right. Um, Laurel did ask him though. You know, if what are we going to do? I think she lives. Was it? It wasn't Austin, was it? Alabama. Alabama. That's it. And he lives in Utah. So, um, you know, and said, what happens if, if we, uh, she said, what happens if we leave? Now, fair play, he gave a, a pretty straight answer. So if we left today, would we be boyfriend and girlfriend? No. I thought that was slightly brutal. Um, but <laughs> then he's also said, you know, distance doesn't matter. Now, Chris, what do you reckon to that? It does, Dave. Come on. He, he's not, you know, unless it's, he gets a relocation for work or she does, the real life is going to hit them at the end of this show. It's not, you know, they're not going to have that time. I know we've got like technology now. If they love each other enough, and if and I'm using the love word, Dave, then you make it work and you make it happen. One of yours will have to sort of give on that. I, I, I understand that. What I would say is he's doing everything right and he's doing everything that we we should genuinely believe what he's saying. But I'm like you, I still think he's a shifty fucker. I think he's in I think she's into him more than he's into her. But there is something there. We've got I'm, I'm trying to cut him a bit of slack because we've gone after him a few times because of his behaviour towards Kirsten, especially he was terrible at times. Maybe this is it. Maybe that's just his way of dealing with a situation when he isn't actually emotionally or physically attracted to somebody. And Laurel is his type. She might be his earth rod, Dave. You know, she she grounds him and that. I don't know. But, you know, when we saw it on 
uh, was it the first series of Love Island? We had the one of the couples who were like miles away from each other and they lasted about two months. And I'm not saying that doesn't work and people don't have long distance relationship because they do, but the, the percentage of success is, is, is very, very slim, to be honest. Especially America in these times of COVID in that day, they're not going to be able to travel anyway a lot. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to work personally. I, I just think, you know, when we saw him in a Casa Amor where he's looking to stick his earth rod everywhere, um, <laughs> I, I just... <laughs> I thought it wasn't a live rod, Dave, but anyway. <laughs> I'm just going to have to go against you again. I just think that... I think this is a calculated play. Now, I, I will say again, I, I think Carrington can come across like a really nice guy, you know, and again, when he's with the lads and stuff and he's given, you know, different people good advice and stuff, I thought he gave, uh, again, sort of trying to insert himself in the middle of that kind of Mackenzie and, and Connor conflict or, or potential recoupling. I, I thought that was that was a good matey kind of thing to do. But I think this change, I, I think it's a deliberate play to make sure that him and Laurel stay together to the end and basically just get as far as they can. So I think he's, you know, he's had his fun in Casa Amor. He's come back now. He thinks you're on the final stretch now. So, you know, there's very few, I would think, that change, you know, in and around now and go on to, to make the final three. So I think it, it's purely calculated. That's why you've seen this kind of Jekyll and Hyde uh, change in personalities. No, that's good, that, Dave. Uh, it, it's a quite a good analysis. I'm going to completely disagree with you, but... Uh, <laughs> I think it's a great analysis. <laughs> now, did any, anything else come out in the in the sucker punch game for you? No, not really. I think it just I mean, Christy Teigen uh, loved Justine and Caleb, which yeah, it's John Legend's wife, Dave. So um, they're like quite a good big power couple over in the states, John Legend and her. So that was nice. Obviously, Justine absolutely loved the fact that she got. Uh, that response and said that they're a favourite couple. So, yeah, that was quite nice. I think it gives a bit more validity to Justine and Caleb for me because they're now romping it. Johnny's fucking absolutely... He's like the fucking tortoise and the... Uh, the tortoise, what is it called? Tortoise and the hare. Hare, yeah. They've, they've gone <laughs> off, looked the business, and then he's fucking done a... He's just done a complete fuck up on them winning it. So I think at the moment they're absolutely romping it for me. Yeah, I do think for the for the new guys, like I say, I I think Noah's a little bit shifty. Um, I I think he'll try and couple up with someone, but I don't really see anyone buying it. I think Kirsten really likes Bennett, so I think that I think there could be something there. I mean, we we haven't seen her be affectionate really to anyone um, post Carrington, but just the way she was kind of touching his arm and stuff. Uh, it was a, a bit of a show of affection there. So I think out of the new guys, I think Bennett could couple up with Kirsten. And the big one, obviously, I, I think Selly, possibly. Um, well, no, I, I, get off the fence, Dave. <laughs> I think Selly will couple up with Benny. Oh, I'm not sure, Dave. I'm, I'm, I'm going with a boyfriend-girlfriend play. I'm, I'm sticking to that. I'm sticking to it. So I, I did like the um, the other thing that, that came out of the Sucker Punch game was uh, I did like that uh, Connor got called out for his B-Day action. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, even his, his like aggressive, his aggressive comeback, he was like, I'm 
we're going to have a talk about it, and then I'm pretty sure we'll end up being friends. <laughs> they kind of believe him. Um, yeah, you know, Carrington got called out, didn't he, for being as deep as a puddle? <laughs> um, yeah, what's... Calvin um, got called out for hopping from girl to girl. I can't see a future in, you know, for the next kind of recoupling Chris it's going to be on Sunday night isn't it bit of a recoupling you got more boys than girls so I think the likes of Calvin I can see going and obviously if I stick to my prediction you know you could end up with someone like Johnny going or or at least being left single yeah that's true actually that that would be the drama we're waiting on Dave to be honest you could possibly be right there but uh, I just can't see it it's just it's set up for a Love Island special for me but (laughs) I'm happy to be proven wrong, Dave. As you know, my predictions are flaky at the best of times. Yeah. So, <laughs> Mr. Horrocks, have you got that review that we've had uh, posted? Yes, yes. So, again, from the US, and it says, Love the daily recaps. This podcast is a lot of fun with very funny commentary and witty chat. Last year's Love Island US was kind of boring, but this year has been fantastic. I was dead when they suggested Connor had made a wish to be big. <laughs> Keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> old Zoltar there. I, th- I tell you what, I didn't call it out in the episode. Did you notice? Uh, I think it was yesterday when uh, Connor was having a chat with Mackenzie that um, he said he, he's he's a different man now to the one he walked in. <laughs> <laughs> it all adds up, Chris. You know, he's either made a, a wish with Zoltan or, you know, he's secretly Shazam. <laughs> I'd rather be Billy. What's he called? Billy Fink. Billy Batson. Billy Batson. Yeah, I'd rather be him. I think. <laughs> well, I think the body. You know, I think you know the body that he's got. He, he could well be Shazam. But oh, um, Dave, I tell you what, though, Dave, you said that. Sorry, what was that thing he did on the game when he looked at the camera and went, "We're going." Like you said before about being friends, I was like, "Okay, yeah, Mr. <laughs> fucking personality, Connor. <laughs> just don't say anything. Just pout. Just don't say a word." But. Uh, yeah, no, cracking review, Dave. We've had some really great feedback of people with this uh, series. Definitely love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah, I keep saying it, don't I? But when we when we can do a, a live show like this, or not live, but, you know, recapping something that's just dropping on the air, I love it so much when we get that interaction and, you know, we can bring other people in the conversation and they can call us out, you know, for our shit at times because ultimately it's just two mates, isn't it? Just having a bit of a chat about about fucking reality TV show that we're uh, incomprehensibly obsessed about. (laughs) (laughs) But I tell you, you, I'm... So uh, I did see one from Geek Girl Soup, and I didn't lose it this time, Chris. All right, let's hear it, Dave. So, you know, this one says, FK Johnny. (laughs) I think we can fill in the blanks there. So uh, it says, damn, if Mackenzie was still there, she could explain to Kelt, oh, oh, that must be Sally, uh, what Johnny's doing, because (laughs) it's what M did to Connor. So, yeah. Yeah, can't disagree with that at all. So, yeah. absolutely brilliant stuff well mate we're back uh next episode is on sunday night so we get a day off yay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um so yeah i guess enjoy the day off shall we and uh i'll speak to you next week let's go bye everyone have a good weekend <laughs> <laughs>